0: Angie and Janelle Podcast,
1: your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Happy Friday Eve, everyone. It's hi, I'm Stuntman Stu, along with Angie and Janelle. Good morning, ladies. Morning, Good morning. morning. Good morning to all those of you that listen to us every day on the iHeartRadio app, which is free on your smart speaker or driving and on the old car radio. Do you know what today is? What? what? We're going to find out finally today at 11 o'clock this morning what the NCC plans to do with Le Breton Flats. Like once and for all, we're we're going to have an answer.
2: I wouldn't say once and for all. We've kind of been here before. (laughs) It feels a little bit familiar. I mean, we almost had this uh, done deal a few years back. And then... It ended up in a lawsuit between Melnick and Ruddy, and that all, you know, still sits in front of the courts. So what's going to happen now?
3: They also say that they're going to finalize everything by the end
2: of the year. I think today is just going to give us a better idea.
1: I'm hearing rumors that there's going to be like a theme park. (laughs)
2: Well, listen, I mean, everyone thinks it's a done deal that the Sens are going to go there, but they received multiple bids for Mm -hmm. that space. So you're not allowed to talk about who, what, when, where, and none of the bidders can talk about, you know, if they're high up in the process or if they've been contacted or anything. But uh, they today are going to announce who their preferred bid is. Mm. Doesn't mean it's a done deal necessarily, but they're going to announce who's the front runner.
1: Are we getting an amusement park or not?
2: <laughs> like look, I'm I'm saying
3: like that would be a pretty cool idea. You imagine seeing like a big roller coaster, and a Ferris yeah. wheel and everything like all down by the water. They say that Ottawa is the city that fun forgot. That would sure make us look more fun.
2: Yeah. We need we need NHL hockey downtown. <laughs> I
1: know. But, <laughs> but I mean before second. we
2: need a Ferris wheel. <laughs> hang
1: let's on a be honest. Do we actually need NHL hockey downtown? Yes we do. For who?
2: For the future of the team. If we oh. wanted to stay here. 100 no, percent
1: if you think there's traffic now getting to the ctc getting in and out of that place it'll be a nightmare downtown
2: gary bettman said the downtown core arena is essential to the long-term success of an nhl team here sure in ottawa is. yeah essential for them to survive but i mean we don't even know at this point what's going to happen with the team like melnick's daughters Still haven't really fully said whether yeah. they plan to sell the team or not, and then if they do this sell the team, does the owner keep them here? Do they move them to you know somewhere else? Who knows?
3: Okay, and,
1: but are we getting an amusement park? Yes,
3: or <laughs> no. and and is the LRT not to uh, take you right there? So oh, like that's a good way to get people yeah. down into that area. Who cares about the traffic if you've got LRT that runs well? Well, I mean, that might be a while. That's, <laughs> that's the key well, if that's it runs a, well. That's
2: another pipe dream here, Janelle. I mean, how many <laughs>
3: years is it going to take to get the 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 stadium built if they actually you know put it in? Maybe by then we'll have an LRT that works and can get you to other places in the city. Listen,
2: I live in the West End. Surely it's more convenient for me if I want to go to a game. Yeah. But you can't have an NHL team out in a cornfield down in the, in the West End of your no. city. You yeah. have. I know you. I know we've made do with it there, but yeah. it was never perfect science.
1: No, it wasn't because they were supposed to be at Le Breton Flats from day one, but that got kiboshed uh, anyway. That's a long a story for another day. But if they had reliable transportation, I'd say for sure put it at Labreton Le- at Le Flats. We don't have their reliable transportation. That's what I'm trying to say.
2: Well, it's going to take years. They're not yeah. going to put it up tomorrow. Exactly. I mean, by the time this arena goes up, we're talking what, like ten plus years? It'll, from be, now?
1: it'll be twenty years for the LRT up will be running like a butte by then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't have the confidence that you're pretending to have either. <laughs>
0: when you think useless,
1: think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome.
0: Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's Useless Fact of the Day on Move 100.
1: All right, boys and girls, gather around the old radio machine for another mind-blowing useless fact, this time about the human body. Your sweat is odorless. It's the bacteria on your skin that blends with it and produces the stink.
2: Yeah. Mm. I think I knew that already. Really? Yeah. I always thought the sweat was the stinky part.
1: No, it isn't. Hmm. Odorless. 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 (laughs) It's the bacteria (laughs) on your skin that blends with it and makes it stink.
2: Wow. Mm -hmm. I never understood those people that can just sweat but not stink like B.O. Mm -hmm. I must have a lot of bacteria. (laughs) Yeah, they have no bacteria, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean... I feel like Adam's that way. Like, he can sweat, but, like, he doesn't come across as, like, stinky after a workout. I do. Really? (laughs) I do 100%. I
3: kind of thought everyone would, at least after a workout. No, there's
2: some people that still kind of smell like normal. It's weird. Mm -hmm. It's not normal.
1: All right. You can still lift an
2: arm and not, like, kill someone in the room (laughs) beside (laughs) you.
1: Oh, I I could definitely kill somebody when I don't have uh, enough deodorant on.
2: (laughs) Uh,
3: What are you going to give that, Janelle? Yeah, I think only like a six. I, I thought that was a pretty well-known fact.
1: Yeah. Well, it wasn't for me. <laughs> Angie?
2: average. I'll give it a 7. That's an average
3: score. Okay, alright.
1: Uh, 6 and a 7. Hopefully uh, the listeners will uh, text in better scores at 10, 0, 30. If you're new to the game, you text in your score and a funny little handle like Cranky Craig. I guess a lot, I know a lot of people have a lot of bacteria on them. It gives me an H.
2: Thank <laughs> you for Stinky people. Nasty.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Our early morning kids are giving it a 9. They didn't know that. And their mom never stinks after workouts. See, she's oh. one of those unicorns. Okay.
3: Um, so- Hall of Famer, Boss Travel, I like this fact, giving you a 10 this morning.
1: Thank you. From Bitterman and his wife, a uh, ooh, two. Bitterman knew that wife gives in an eight.
3: Mm-hmm. His wife always
1: scores you way better. I think Bitterman's wife l- has a thing for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dad's Little Finlander says, Nope, that's why I, in an emergency, he uses hand sanitizer to get rid of the smell. <laughs> oh, that, that would could, actually work. Would. Yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. You'd smell like you just drank a bottle of liquor, but, <laughs> uh, but giving you a five today, even what? with that, yeah.
1: Dad's Little Finland- Finlander will never be in the Hall of Fame.
3: Yeah. Uh, ta-
2: Until they give you a 10, wouldn't it? Yes. Connie,
3: the wound care nurse, only giving you a five this morning. Not
1: what? a new fact, Stu. Not a new fact, Stu. Tire teacher, I knew that. Interesting, though. I'll give you an eight. Thank you very much.
2: I like this new texter, Sweaty Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Sweaty Steve likes this fact, is giving you a 10. <laughs> so there you go. Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100.
0: I want you to know. What's trending?
2: So, police in Quebec have introduced a new project, and they're using kids to help them out with it. So, they're tackling speed zones, school speed zone—well, not speed zones, but school zones—that people speed through. And so many people still don't get it. Mm -hmm. When you see a school zone, you got to reduce your speed. Big time.
1: And we live in a school zone. We see these speeders all the time. It drives me mad.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, how about using kids as basically? human billboard so this is what they're doing the the police officer stands there with the child and they're outfitting these kids with radar backpacks and it's like a digital radar so as you come through it's projected on the child how much you're speeding through the zone like if that doesn't hit home i don't know what will i mean right like think about that like it's it's gives me shivers just thinking about it Mm -hmm. so it is of course attracting the attention of drivers encouraging them to reduce their speed but also just like being alert and attentive while Mm -hmm. driving as well that's another problem but to see these kids standing there with a digital thing showing you how much you're sinning you know
1: there's often times where i'll go for a walk after the show and of course i'll walk by the school and i'm on my phone and i'll see a guy or a Somebody p- passing me, flying past me, and they, the worst thing is, it's not only that they're speeding, but they have their hands on their friggin' phone. Oh, like, they're like you know, even distracted that, at that. Oh. I wish I was a cop because I I want to throw rocks at these cars.
2: Yeah, no, that's horrible. So hold on to your hats, guys. This is unbelievable. After eighty five years, KD is changing its name. What? Craft dinner. Why? No, it's changing its name. After 85 years. So it's now going to be called Kraft Mac and Cheese right on the box. So they say that that's what everybody refers to it as, Mac and Cheese. No, they
1: don't. I still call it KD. Everyone
3: calls it KD. Anybody in
2: our era who grew up with it calls it KD. But my kids call it mac and cheese. So that's interesting.
1: It'll take 20 years for the mac and cheese settles Mm -hmm. because it'll always be KD.
2: So you're going to notice that the boxes are going to be changing on the shelves. So they have this refresh logo and they have like this Kraft mac and cheese. And now the noodle is the smile under the cheese. (laughs) Under Uh, the mac and cheese thing.
1: This is a marketing uh, person who's trying to make their name in the boardroom.
2: It is one of the most recognizable packaging boxes you're going to see out there. Absolutely. And now it's getting a little bit of a tweak. So you're going to notice that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, changing their name. And that's what's trending.
0: Stuntman Stew, Angie and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100.
2: While some of us are counting down every single day until retirement. Other people are coming out of retirement unretired. Do you know someone who unretired? So we know over the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of this in the healthcare field. Yeah. We've seen yeah. it in the education field. You know, doctors, nurses, teachers all coming back to help the struggling system. And then we see this story about this sweet 70 year old grandmother who came out of retirement. To become a lifeguard at her local pool because they had no lifeguards, the staffing shortages. Oh. So she just wanted the kids in the area to be able to swim.
3: Oh my God! God lover. Oh, that's, cool. that's pretty wow.
2: cool. Wow, that's
3: so sweet. But I mean,
2: to our other people, they could never imagine doing this. But there's, I think, there's two kinds of people. There's the kind of people who say they will never be able to not do anything.
3: Yeah, that will keep some sort of a part-time job going, whether it be their current career or get into something very, you know, like very minor.
2: Like, this is, like, the the two most important men in my life are this way. So, Mm -hmm. my husband has said that he will never fully retire. He will always be doing something, but he'll decide kind of how much. Yeah. But my dad is the same way. So, my dad worked a long career, finally retired last year, and then what did he do? Turned around and became a bus driver (laughs) so this past year he too felt bad that there were no bus drivers and he knew that that, you know my kids didn't have a lot of buses and drivers were getting canceled so he decided to put on his hat and become a bus driver this past year
3: i think that seems like a pretty good job to do like in your retirement you know, it's not too many hours. You get your, you get a lot
2: of holidays. You it's a split off. shift, though. Yeah, you quickly realize that you're tethered to the job, <laughs> <laughs> even very though true. it's like morning hours and afternoon hours. There's very little uh, time in between, so it is kind of like a full day. But yeah, yeah. But can you guys imagine this? Unretiring? Is this you? Are you always going to do something, or are you going to live life doing nothing?
1: <laughs> Part of me wants to do nothing, but then I, I'd go crazy.
2: Really.
3: Because yeah, to- you totally. seem to me like the guy who's just like, I can't wait to be done.
2: <laughs> you like love to binge shows, whatever. Uh, like you could do that every day.
1: Totally. I could just sit on the couch and just binge watch until I'm blue in the face.
2: So then why would you go
1: crazy doing that? Because after a while, I think it would get on my case. So I would maybe go to Barheon Ford and sell cars. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, you know, like I think partly this is a product of the family that I grew up and my dad right now, he is not fully retired and I don't think that he ever will be. He will be on the farm, you know, at least one day a week with my brother helping him out. And my mom, she's like never really had like a full full-time job outside of being a stay-at-home mom, but she's done so many things. Like last year she was like, oh, our friends are opening a cafe. I think I'll work there three days a week. Mm, <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think that I will be somebody who needs to have something yeah like a very small kind of job I need to do something you know maybe not until I'm you know not until I'm 90 but Mm. when I'm you know in my 70s and you know maybe a little bit later on unless I just become like a full-time like grandma taking
2: care of the grand taking care of the grandkids yeah you know See, I'm my mother's daughter, and I watch my mom, and she is living her best life in retirement. But she is, like, doing nothing. But what <laughs> I mean by that is every single day, she's busy doing something she loves. Right. She loves, you know, fixing up the house and working in her garden and just, like you said, being with the grandkids, like, doing stuff like that. But it's all what she wants to do on her terms. Yeah. There's no shift to be at. There's no schedule to follow. Mm-hmm. There's nobody to answer to. But she loves her life. And I want to be like my mom. I just, I don't want to go report to anybody. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I know that I will be busy every day. Because <laughs> I will find stuff to do every day For that sure. I don't
1: have enough time to do now, I find. On, yeah. on your schedule. I, I love that. On your schedule. Totally. Yeah.
2: Totally. I'm with you. So do you know someone who unretired? Would you ever consider doing this? Are you of like the, nope, I'm going to do something forever. I have to remain active. Or are you like, nope, sailing off of my boat into retirement? Give us <sighs> a call at
3: 750-1100 or you can text that in at
0: 10-030. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle.
3: On today's Best Variety, Move 100. What it used to be known as Freedom 55, now it's looking more like Freedom 65, or 75, <laughs> or, or never 80's. five. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about retirement because a lot of people have come out of retirement in the last couple of years, whether it be out of necessity for some Um, certain careers in our world that needed it, aka nursing, teaching.
2: Or if you just want to buy groceries or gas. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Or, you know, some people just don't really ever plan on retiring. So we're getting your take on this. And uh, what do you think your retirement life looks like?
0: (laughs) Well, I think I plan to enjoy my retirement, do what uh, you're talking about, you know, enjoying the grandchildren, garden, kitchen, that sort of thing. But we bug our parents all the time. My dad is turning 83. My Mom is turning eighty two and my dad bought a hobby farm before he retired from teaching because he wanted to remain busy and for a funeral home. And he started making cremation boxes. At oh eighty three, he is still making cremation boxes and they go in the farmers market in our town every Saturday. Still has the functioning farm. So my brother always jokes with him, What are you going for, Dad? Freedom eighty <laughs> five? There- But they're happy. And you know what? Like, so many times I'm like, you know, you don't have to do the farmer's market. You don't have to do this because they go in craft sales and all these things. He does beautiful woodworking. She does knitting and crocheting. But they're happy. And you know what? I think if they weren't busy the way they are, I actually don't feel their life would be as fulfilled as it is. Yeah,
1: for sure. If it makes them happy, who cares?
0: Exactly. That's my opinion. And good for them for still being that active. Yeah. No, well, and you know what? With arthritis and everything, I do believe it keeps them going. Mm -hmm. Oh,
2: for sure.
0: Kudos to them. And they've been such a blessing as grandparents. So we're all fortunate. Well, they sound like awesome people. (laughs) (laughs) They are. Have a great day.
2: You too, too. Thank you. Well, it's what they say, right? If you're happy doing what you're doing, you never work a day in your life. yeah, doesn't feel like work to them, just like this text that we got at ten zero thirty. this is pretty amazing. Uh, it says after an amazing forty years of teaching in retirement, I started two small businesses and recently started driving a school bus. what having a blast oh <laughs> apparently gosh. having a great time doing
3: it though you would think that after forty years of just being surrounded by children, you wouldn't want. Any- Surrounded by children. Right? Especially like on a on a bus. I feel like kids are more
2: rowdy on the bus than they are in the classroom.
1: It depends yeah. on the bus driver though, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's no, right. it's yeah. It's uh it's for sure something you need patience for. <laughs> <laughs> as my dad has been telling me this past year. <laughs> but I mean, like some people are on the total opposite end of this. I mean, we talked about this. Some people can't imagine themselves not being active doing something, you know. But other people want to do things but not have to report to anybody to do that. Yes. <laughs> like Sue on her Facebook says, no way, Jose. <laughs> I told work when I retire, I will be in my RV for six months of the year, traveling anywhere and everywhere. And if they want to try to convince me to return, they'll have to find me first. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Move mornings with stuntman Stu,
2: Angie and Janelle on
0: Move 100. What's trending?
2: Well, Nia Vardalos got movie enthusiasts fired up this week when she announced that they are already currently filming my big fat Greek wedding three in Greece right now.
1: <laughs> Wait a second. There was a big fat Greek wedding two? Yes there was. When?
2: Yes. A couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah.
1: It was like back in
3: 2016 or something like that, yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm. She played Tula, of course, in the movie. The original, when it first came out, I mean, people just fell in love with this family. And sadly, Michael Constantine, who played her father in the first movie that everybody remembers, passed away last year. But uh, he will always be remembered for putting Windex on everything. Oh, yeah. look at this rash. Somebody gave me the mati. Put some Windex oh, on. God, please, please.
1: Vula. <laughs> This worked last night. My toe was as big as my face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when that movie came out first back in 2002 I mean, it became the highest grossing romantic comedy of all time, Mm -hmm. and it held that title for 14 years. (laughs) Wow, really? Even though it never became number one at the box office, because romantic comedies don't usually soar to number
1: one. It was a great movie.
2: $241 million, the first movie made, and that's back 2002 money. Wow, okay. Ready for the third installment. I know, right? It's good. She's directing it, too, so good for her. So hats off to wrestler and actor John Cena. He has shattered the record over any other celebrity for the number of Make-A-Wish Foundation wishes he has been a part of. He has granted a whopping 650 wishes. Wow. And that's largely because, did you know, John Cena... Is Make a Wish's most requested celebrity on the planet by Wish Kids? But why? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Just he's strong strong and inspirational wrestler. You know, just like physically able to do anything. But
1: there's only only so few, a few of us around that can do this. Yeah, kind of things. You know.
2: It's a few of us. You're putting yourself
1: together. I am. Russell and Appia.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He granted his first wish back in 2004 and just never looked back. But I I think the next closest celebrity only has like maybe 400 wishes. 650. That's amazing. That's given a lot of time back. So that's awesome. And What's Trending is brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group.
1: It's time. Are you
0: ready? Word Wars. On Move 100.
1: All right, all right, all right, boys and girls. Ladies and gentlemen, Janelle, who's made the cut?
3: We are playing with Pat and Lucy this morning. Stu, you and Lucy will go first.
1: Lucy, you and I are going to win today. We're going to finally beat Angie Poirier. I hope so. <laughs> All
0: <laughs> Good
1: right. Cho- morning. Choice of categories?
3: Well, thanks to Lucy Charette, who sent in our categories, we have either work or school.
1: Which do you like?
0: Work or school. Um, oh, my gosh. Let's go with school.
1: All right. School in three to one this person that had a class ring the class teacher yes and i just said it in class in class yes and um what what do you call people that are in school a student yes and when you when you're done for the day you have to uh, go back to your place of residence and do a, a lot of things homework yes and uh oh my, she's my best friend yes and you have to work really hard for a test what are you doing uh, exam no, you're, you're doing oh. this the night before. Uh,
3: study. study. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, <coughs> after the buzzer, but you guys did really well. We got five. Um, <laughs> you got five. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Nice. Solid,
3: guys. Yes. Line.
2: We're going to go over to Pat. Good morning, Pat. Good morning. Good morning. So he actually played today. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but we have to beat five if we want to steal the win, Okay. Let's do it. All right, again we have work is your category. Things to do with work. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. The person you work for is your boss. No, but the company is your the other word. Okay. Uh, the people who are beside you every day also there, they are your what? Coworker? Yep. And every second Friday it's woohoo. You're getting a check. Uh, it's what? You're getting a check. So- Pity. Yes, good. Uh, you're stuck on the 417 in the morning. Traffic. No, but they call it the into work and back from work. It's your... Oh. Commute. Ah, commute. Yeah, oh, But yes. it's still not enough. No. Not. Uh, we were looking for employer. The employer. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, Oh, my gosh. He called it. He did win today. Look at that. I actually, I actually well, won the game. there
1: you go. <laughs> I, I won the game.
2: Play again, though. Okay, Pat? Thank you. Thank you.
1: Goodbye. Lucy. Lucy! Yes! You did it, Lucy! Oh fine, and you too! Thank you. I way to go too. Way to
2: go, Lucy.
0: Way to go. You oh, got him
2: out of his slump. Way to go. <laughs> All
0: right probably um, would never forgive me for that one if I didn't.
3: Congratulations, Lucy. You've got yourself some landmark cinema passes and uh, treats for two for movie lovers, tickets and show times at landmarkcinemas.com.
0: Cool, thank you. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100.
2: If you've ever dreamed of owning an off-the-wall kind of house, this is for you. Airbnb has announced their OMG Fund. It's over twelve million dollars that's going to be used to finance people's wildest dreams when it comes to homes. Canadians, welcome to apply. Woo. <laughs> but it has to fall under the zany category. Like there is a house that's in the shape of a boot. Like remember the woman who lived in a shoe had yeah, so many yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually one of those. There is, as we've seen before, the giant potato that you can stay in <laughs> yes. in Idaho that looks like a giant baked potato. But you have to unleash the creativity to be a winning design in this contest. It has to be more than just different, it has to be surprising and it has to help people reimagine what a home is could be this has Janelle all over it (laughs) what would you design what would you DIY Oh
3: man I mean there's like so many options you think about recreating your you know favorite fairy tales or things that you've seen from movies but um remember that story about that guy who got swallowed by a whale
2: Oh, John, yeah. uh, Jonah. Isn't yeah. it Jonah? Well, wh- like
3: it's also like another fairy tale as well, but like a real man got swallowed by a whale and he yeah. survived oh. it. But I kind of like, that's where my head went. And I'm thinking like, this could be really cool. You could have a whale um, and on the top, like it would be floating on water, half of it, half of it underwater. The part that is underwater, make it so that you can actually see like what's in the water, in the sea or the ocean that it is.
2: That's called a cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't spoil Janelle's dream.
3: <laughs> clear, you know, but I like the whale. Go with it. But it's yep. stationary. So the belly of the whale is where you can see everything, like all the sea creatures underneath because like it. it's just like all clear and like who cares? Anyone can, like you Like know. an underwater
2: submarine. Yes.
3: I love it. And then the top of it, it would be above water where you would, you know, like see the rest of the whale. The tail would flip out and there'd be windows. You could have like a, a hole in the top where the blowhole would be and you could yeah. like sit out there. You I could think ride the wave up there. Yeah, yeah. Like be on water. I think that would be so Cool. You um, could pretend like you're living
2: inside of a whale's belly. I'm all about it. I love it. I'm scared to ask Stu what he's going to create. You know,
1: I would take the potato and go uh, take it up to the next level. I would do. You know when you go to uh, roadside, I just had a, a great bag of fries last week from, from Bob's Fries in Merrickville. The chip stand. The chip stand. You have a bag of fries, so it's a brown bag, about <laughs> yay high, and filled with fries. And when you open the door to this fry. You're met with all kinds of fry things in oh this my house. God, yeah. like
3: ketchup or like whatever. What no, no, no exactly. Exactly. You have ketchup
1: <laughs> yeah. in the house and salt and
3: gravy. you walk
2: through the door, you get ketchup like dumped on you, like <laughs> yeah. the kids' choice awards
1: <laughs> with the slime. Yeah, t- totally, hundred percent.
2: Oh, okay. So just a big bag of fries, like yeah. big, okay, okay. I see your fries, and I raise you wine. So
1: my shocker, <laughs>
2: my house. <laughs> It's a giant wine bottle. So you walk in and it's like your main level, your entrance. But like there's like an elevator that goes up to the center of the bottle. Right. So then you get to the floor. Where's your kitchen? And then you get up to like the bedroom floor whatever. And you just keep going up the bottle. And then when you get to the top of your cork roof, you know, mm-hmm. there's like a balcony that goes all around the top of the neck of the bottle and up and there's a sky bar up there. Oh. That serves only the best wine. Yeah. Okay,
1: okay, <laughs> and, but
3: and obviously this is within the middle of a vineyard, like. Uh,
2: but of
1: course, <laughs> yes. The only thing is, you're not, you're not, you're saying bottle. Who are you trying to kid? It'll be a box of wine.
2: Well, yeah, I'm classy yeah. like that.
1: Yes. <laughs> Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100.
0: What's trending?
2: Oh, when you change something, people will have opinions. And for the last couple of days, craft has been trending because they're changing something after 85 years. So when you think of craft dinner... Like, that, like, that's what you call it. Yeah. KD. We call it KD, Kraft did Dinner. Somebody
1: get, did somebody get offended? Is this why we're changing the name?
2: No, I think it's like in the U.S., they call it mac and cheese. But here in Canada, everyone calls it KD, right? Yeah. Like, it's just how we know it. But after 85 years, they are now calling it what it actually is. They're changing the name. So right now, if you think about the box of Kraft Dinner, on the front of it is the big K and the big D. And the orange and the blue, right? So now they are reflecting what they say actually is the brand and what's inside. They're calling it now Kraft Mac and Cheese. So on the new logo, it's Kraft, the logo, and then it says Mac and Cheese. And then they have like a noodle as a smile underneath it. (laughs)
1: You know what? When companies change their name just for the sake of changing their name, wait a second, were we not magic for 25 years? (laughs)
2: Yeah, true, true.
1: There you go.
2: I mean, we're still going to call it KD, but it's just interesting to see the box change so much.
3: I actually read that apparently it's only changing in the United States. But is it? and that it's still going to be KD here in Canada. I don't know why they would have two different products, like boxes and logos and names. So they're just
2: changing it to appease the U.S. population? I don't don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. What a waste of packaging. Exactly. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) All right. Brad Pitt revealed in the pages of GQ that he was conned into spending a year hunting for buried medieval treasure that apparently never existed beneath his French estate. <laughs> so he admitted he got swindled by a man who convinced him that the uh, French estate, you know, where he and Angelina first purchased and they made all the champagne and the wine and right. stuff, <clears throat> that there was millions of dollars worth of gold left by their medieval owners buried on the grounds of the estate. I'd buy Who that? told him this? So this guy told him, and he got obsessed with it, not for the money. Like, he doesn't need the money, but just for the hunt and the excitement of it all. Like, think about those people that go out with metal detectors just yeah, to find right. the stuff on the beach, right? And he uh, acquired this radar equipment <laughs> to hunt for the loot for, like, a year of his life. He said it was all he could think about. And then, in the end, he finds out that this man had targeted him as a potential investor in a raider company that this guy owned so he he pitched this whole prospect of undiscovered riches to con brad into using the equipment hoping he would fall in love with it and then invest in the company what a scheme that is a long con that's brilliant, though. Wow. <laughs>
1: yeah, totally brilliant. But
3: did it work? I mean, Brad didn't going to invest now. Invest,
2: no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but he's getting publicity for his company, anyway. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine Brad Pitt out there with his little radar equipment? Where the booty at? <laughs> and that's what's trending.
0: I got the feels.
1: And it feels
0: good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's all the feels on Move 100.
2: Well, at just 26 years old, Summer Clayton may not have children in real life yet, but he is a proud dad to 2.8 million people on TikTok. So every week he sits down to dinner or a virtual chat with his quote kids and he looks into the camera with empathy tells them he's proud of them teaches them how to shave maybe and reminds you that it's okay to talk about it when life gets you down sometimes and he's interactive with them too because he'll sit there in front of the screen and he'll say tell me one good thing that happened today or one challenging thing that happened and then he pauses he oh, waits for them to talk. Just like a kid show when yeah. like they you know, like wait for the response. Like Blue's Clues used yeah. to do, yeah. Mm. And then he'll say, okay, I see you. That's really cool. Uh, so what did you have to overcome today? And he has sort of these virtual chats. And, and then he'll say, well, I'm sorry you had to go through that and things like that. But to some, these one-way conversations may seem a little silly on TikTok, but his compassion and his charisma that comes through has struck a chord with a number of people who maybe don't have or need a father figure or just someone to listen to their troubles. So he started posting on TikTok a few years ago with these sort of how-to videos that became inspirational. People jokingly started calling him dad, even though he's only 26. But his first video to go viral was uh, a shaving how-to. And all of these guys were like, thank you so much. No one ever showed me that. Like, this was really cool. And uh, his account blew up within hours. And now he goes by Your Proud Dad (laughs) on on TikTok and Instagram. And he's got this growing following who, you know, people who are just looking for some fatherly advice, how-to instructions, just some some dad jokes sometimes. Um, But uh, on a recent day, he said, and he tries to keep up with everybody because now he feels like He's going to let someone down if he doesn't see them or get back to them. But on one particular day, his inbox had about 3,000 DMs from followers just talking to him about their lives, maybe asking for advice. It could be anything from hygiene to how to handle a breakup. And he tries to get back to as many of them as he can. So it's really cool. He said, I know that I can never replace someone's actual biological father or a figure that way or fill that void. But maybe through my content, he said, I can create just a little snapshot of what it's like to have someone who always has your back or just someone to have a virtual family meal with.
1: Oh,
3: that's cool. Yeah, he's providing. Yeah, yeah, what he's providing is just incredible for those kids.
2: Like, you think about TikTok just being these viral dances and, you know, stuff like that, but he's providing a service to people and a great one at that. That's a very cool niche. And that's all the feels on Move 100.